Hey, you, do you love reality TV? Have no one to talk about it with? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Tea Bar. Join us, the Tea Bar Podcast, as we take a deep dive into the Real Housewives of Potomac. And if you haven't watched it before, perfect. Because we're newbies to the Real Housewives of Potomac. And each episode of Season 5, we're going to recap and share our thoughts. So here's Season 5, Episode 1. Okay, so you guys have never watched Potomac, uh, but we are introduced first to Monique and her new bird, T'Challa. And he gets to have his own life, I think, on this show. They end up giving him, like, quotes about what he's saying. <laughs> and it's good to see how the other women react to him, such as Karen, who just, like, couldn't believe a bird was on the leash and wouldn't let Monique in. Uh, and then you guys see Giselle and a new house and everything that Tacky is going is going on there, like, both clothing, clothing-wise and on the walls. And we see Candace looking at holding a wedding anniversary party because she got married last season. And then you guys get to see Ashley, who's just had a baby, and this is just showing truly what it looks like for a woman three months after giving birth. What else really goes on? I think you just get to see, like, a bit of the women dynamic when they're hanging out, but the majority of it is building towards the diamonds and denim wedding anniversary party of Candace where she didn't use her mum's money for it so good on her what did you guys think of Potomac given this is pretty much your first introduction to it I'd seen the first season of this so it wasn't completely new to me and I think it was useful having seen that because I know a few of them but I didn't know Monique and Candace so they were new additions but it was interesting to see the progression of the women if at all (laughs) yeah I watched like two or three episodes of the first season and it was funny because I was watching like uh, Giselle and I'm like oh she's back with that guy now and I'm like I thought he cheated (laughs) and that was like I guess the whole point of this episode and then there was Robin and her ex-husband. And I'm like, were they still exes in season one or were they together in season one? So that's the whole thing with Robin is that she's, like, living with him but they were divorced but they were clearly still boning. And, like, throughout the seasons, like, there's all these rumours that he's still, like, cheating on her but she would not confirm that they're actually together but now they actually are together and they're looking at, you know, I guess making that final by getting married again but if you go back to Giselle so this is a really interesting one because she was she was married to a pastor called Jamel is it Jamal 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 yes (laughs) yes Jamal Jamal. he's a pastor and then you see that he's had several children with so many baby mamas from his congregation and some of them have been as young as allegedly 17 years old so imagine a man of power is doing that just Uh, I just can't believe it. Wow. I I must admit, I was surprised because obviously Giselle is on this show and she talks about him cheating and that he is a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. (laughs) And (laughs) I just think, how did that not ruin his career? But obviously people just don't care. 
I know, it's really sad. And also that someone like Giselle, who seems like quite a strong person, would, I don't know, go back to that. And even her daughters, like you see, they're like, oh, we don't we don't like this. Like he's clearly, they feel like he's just phoning them so that then he can tell her I've been such a good dad and I've been phoning them, which is a really interesting thought from them. Yeah, it was definitely interesting to see the her children's take on everything. And because they seem quite normal, her kids. And yeah. Which is is the thing at Big Tail. Like, if your kids are saying, oh, this is not a good idea, I don't know. Side note, question. No one knows. One, would you get a bird? (laughs) Two, would you bring it to your friend's house? (laughs) No. I also, I just can't believe the bird is, like, potty trained. It's like, how do you potty train a bird to not shit on your head? Although it is good luck. Mm. She did say that the bird and her son compete for her attention as well. Birds, people that own birds (laughs) are weird. I'm just going to put it out there. (laughs) Any of our listeners, if you own a bird, I'm sorry, you might be a bit strange. (laughs) Same goes for people that own rats and snakes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, mice, mouse. (laughs) Oh, gross. I I did own a rat when I was younger. Of course you did. (laughs) (laughs) Also, thoughts on Karen's house. Giselle's house. No, sorry, not Karen's house. I mean, you could, but Giselle's house. Oh, the pink and the bedazzles. Yes, I thought it looked uh, like a brothel. Yeah, look, not my style, but, you know, if you love that, why not? Even the way she dresses, I you're know. just saying it's, like, blingy and, like, yeah. not great. But she's so pretty. I know. Like, she has so much potential. And the house, I'm like, this red, ugly red leather couch that looks like she's got it off the side of the road. Some ugly pink rug, random bling everywhere. It just... Uh, I think that Candace was correct when she called Giselle's house a teardown and a $900,000 cabin. Uh, what are your thoughts on Candace? Her husband's weird. She seems really awful. <laughs> uh, just some of her quotes and things that she says on Twitter are just really uh, grotesque. Yeah. Yeah. Because what did she? What did she call? What did she call Ashley? A- a roach or a rodent or something like that when she was giving birth. Yes. This was a quote. Well, this was the start of the quote that she said about Ashley. Where's your income, roach? <laughs> roach. <laughs> and she said that while she was in labor, <laughs> hey? Yeah. Um, Monique, oh, no, Kansas. What does she do? Because it seems like most of her money's coming from her mum. So she was, I think she's got like a pageant business because she won like Miss Something Something right. ages ago. Yeah, but n- obviously not a whole heap of income that uh, mm. funds her lifestyle is coming from that. And and yeah. that is a real sore point for her. So last season you see um, people telling her, oh, yeah, this is just your mum's money, and then she doesn't want to talk about it, and she gets so fired up that she <laughs> has a butter knife and throws it at Ashley. <laughs> a butter knife. Fair enough. When they were planning their post-wedding party, is that what it was? Um, mm-hmm. 22000 for, like, a spot that didn't even seem that nice without like oh no it was with the bar but i was like twenty two thousand. that's a wedding like you can have a nice wedding for that money i assume though that it was somewhere fancy. yeah i don't know hence why it was twenty two thousand. what are your thoughts on bar tab or no bar tab, I bar tab go all the way mm, but for twenty two thousand, oh, you're gonna spend it anyway yeah i think that if you're going to throw a party and you're going to have rich people at your party you kind of need to yeah. you kind of need to do it mm. It's different if you're just normal everyday people like us. It's different if your friends are poor. Peasants on the... <laughs> yeah. You make them pay. You don't them. need to impress them. 
<laughs> Unless you're Ramona. <laughs> and then you uh, have a bar tab, but then ask people to buy your Gucci bag. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I saw that Ashley's husband assaulted someone. That was one of the things that came up when they were talking about Ashley. So what? Ha- could someone clue me in? What happened there? So there's been a, every, I feel like every season there's something that comes out about Michael. Either he's, there's like been photos of him being on Grinder, or there's like, you know, he smacks someone's ass. And it turns out that he did that in both twice in the first season, once to another uh, housewife's partner, and then another to a cameraman. And last season it came out that he did it to a cameraman, and it was in Monique's basement and so they tried to get Monique's basements like uh, cameras but Monique said they didn't work oh mm. Odd. that's interesting conspiracy theory there mm. yeah so it's really interesting seeing the dynamic well seeing Michael in general because yeah he's got such a young wife and yet you know he's still doing all this all these things and I think two seasons ago he asked her to accept to extend their prenup like some of the uh oh. the terms in there so you know you kind of think about agency and women's power there and how much does she really have but obviously she's had a baby now so mm. maybe it changes things mm. it'd be interesting to to see the prenup and to see what terms he actually wanted to extend mm. and who would be who would agree to that i know <sighs> yes uh and also just on baby dean um, watch what crappens do an amazing baby Dean impression that you need to hear. Okay. Really? It's so good. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll have to go and uh, listen to that one. Uh, one thing that Ashley said in this episode that really made me worried is um, she said that when you become a mum, like you get scared about everything. And I'm already scared about everything. So <laughs> I'm just like, I can never have a child because... <laughs> I can't imagine me scared times 10. I'd just be sitting in my house with my child, just being like, we're not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have heard that that's true. So (laughs) (laughs) also thoughts on the name baby Dean. Uh, Yeah. Look, I I had a relative that was called that. So I suppose it doesn't seem to (laughs) baby Dean. Wait, is that his actual name? You called your uncle Baby Dean. (laughs) Is his name Baby Dean? No. No, that's just what they call him. (laughs) No, I think Dean's fine. (laughs) Forever. He's an 80 year old man. That's a cool nickname. Not my choice, but yeah, fair. I just feel as though it's it's too old that you it's you know, you can't have a baby called Dean. It's okay when he's older, but what about Deanie? Deanie boy. Or Dino. Or Dino. Yeah, just go straight to Dino. Yeah, why not? (laughs) I think after this, there's a scene where Giselle and Kansas meet up at a dessert shop and they really go at it with one another like it's it weirded me out because they're like oh hello hello and they're like oh I love Giselle because she <laughs> likes desserts first and then she's like why did you laugh <laughs> and I'm like what <laughs> I'm so confused why why do they hate each other yeah <laughs> I, I'm confused by this yeah Claire, can you give us some background oh just on like why they were being so pleasant yeah. at the beginning and then just go straight yeah. into it um yeah like what what's the what's the deal where they, is their back I mean I know that I assume that it was just about the these comments about each other's houses yes and also because but is there more to it Giselle in the Bravo after show Giselle and Robin were laughing about Candace just like you know, just being on her mum's uh, fund <laughs> funding teat. Uh, yes. Mm. And I think that's pretty much it. It's that 
Candace just goes ham on Twitter. And Giselle is also really um, feisty and just says pretty, <laughs> pretty poor <laughs> comments. And they just go at it. Mm. Oh, okay. Hmm. What did you think about Giselle's tiara cap? Yes, I did note down the tiara mm. cap. Yeah, it's an interesting choice. Mm. But, you know, I think it reflects her house. Yes. And uh, <laughs> tear down. What, did you th- what do you guys think about carrot cake? Do you like chowing down on carrots in your cake? Uh, see, I used yes. to not want to eat <laughs> carrot cake because I thought it would taste like carrots until I had one and then I'm like pleasantly surprised. <laughs> doesn't taste like carrots. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy it because carrots are quite yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Claire, what about you? Uh, yeah, carrot cake's not my first mm. option, but if it's like there and I'm feeling mm. like it, yeah. I might eat it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, what they, were they choosing it for her event? I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think I would choose it for my anniversary cake, but you know, uh, people also have fruit cake for their wedding because it lasts forever and uh, true. each to their own. Mm. So, next we move on to the anniversary party. Thoughts on what was the uh, what was the theme? Den- denim and yes. diamonds, was it? Yes, so weird. Mm. And then we saw Candace in a white dress, a white sparkly dress. With denim thigh high boots. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. My favorite part of this party was when Karen grabs the mic and announces to people that she's experiencing marriage problems. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay. <laughs> I loved that because she wanted some wor- words of wisdom. And her words of wisdom was me and my husband so, are having marriage get out problems. now. <laughs> I'll go. And then did you see Candace? She was like, thanks so much. <laughs> they did have a lot of shots of her husband just drinking, which I thought was odd. Like every time they put, like, have a shot of him at the party, he was just like having a Negroni. And I'm like, hmm, why? Yeah, I wonder if they're setting that up. Um, now we hear a few mentions this episode as well of Karen's fragrance. <laughs> La Dame. <laughs> yes. Now, shall we play the game of guess the price of the housewives uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. products? <laughs> How much do you think her fragrance is worth? Is this USD? Well, yep, USD. a nice fragrance, like an expensive one, is around 150 to 200 Australian. So it, it really depends on how, you know, how um, good think, do you think it depends on how good it is and it also depends how much she thinks it will be worth. Um, so my thinking is maybe it's like around 60 to 70 USD. Claire, I hope you're not Googling in the background to get this right. I was going to say the same. I was going to say 65, but <laughs> I will go lower and maybe Ooh. say 50. Oh, Okay. And are you are correct or you're closest? Uh, okay. 80 USD. Interesting. But I did see one on sale, so so it works out to be about 115 Australian dollars. Wow. wow. Mm. That exchange rate. How much is Gina Liano's? 30 bucks. Oh, I think hers is quite cheap. I would have. Are you, do you know how much it is? Are we guessing? I don't know how much it is, but I hope you have oh, it, Sam. Oh, I was up. hoping because it's a barrister scent. What? What is it called? <laughs> like, what's? Is it like Flash or something? Or? No, I think it's just her name. Oh. I think it's like Gina by Gina Liano. Gina by Gina. But yeah. Oh, it is just Gina Liano perfume. Now this is chemist <laughs> warehouse. <so laughs> it might be kind of slightly undercutting her amount but 
I would like you two to guess how much um, it is. Yeah, I'll stick with like <laughs> 30 bucks. And I, do you know what? I never used to buy perfume from Chemist Warehouse because I thought it was fake perfume. I remember that and I would be like, no, it's fine. Like, mm. <laughs> Don't trust it. I'm going to say 45. All right. Wrong. You're both quite off. Oh, 20. Again, chem- Chemist Warehouse. Whoa, what's a bargain? Wow. <laughs> $14.99. It does say the recommended retail price is $40, but... If it's recommended, why don't they sell it for that much? <laughs> mm, so no, no. <gasps> hey, did you know that Janet dates the owner of Chemist Warehouse? Ooh, good one. Good catch, Janet. Good catch. Thank you. All right, sorry. So I just went to another perfume website and, yeah, $15, so... Okay, it's confirmed. What's in oh, there? Toilet water. She's just like scraping down the. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, you see it quite often though with celebrities and their perfumes, yeah. especially in Australia. The the prices are just so low. I saw actually at Maya when Kim Kardashian released her perfume here, and there was a big stall for it, and there was just no one there. It looked like no one was buying it. No one cared about it. And then um, within a week, the store was closed and they were putting other stuff on her Kim Kardashian uh, counter. Wow. Do you guys know what the rumours are about Monique? No. That she said she wouldn't address. So Charisse was at the party who they were alluding to, but she is friends with one of Monique's other friends and they've been spreading rumours that Monique's been cheating on her husband and also because two seasons ago she had a miscarriage and that they've been spreading rumours that it was not actually a miscarriage, that she actually had an abortion. Oh. Oh, mm. wow. wow. I thought wow, wow. they didn't like her because she started a fight with Kansas and they were like, no, nah, we're not going to be friends with you. Mm. But there you go. Juicy, juicy. Anything else happen in this episode that we want to talk about? Oh, Giselle calls uh, Monique's, he's, she's got a giant husband and she calls him big boy, which is really <laughs> rude, but very funny. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what her husband looks like. I just can't. I'll have to, I'll have to rewatch it. Oh, and there's something else that happens. So when Candace's mum, in her speech, she talks about them making love. Yeah. Weird. So in the previews, what that you guys have seen for Potomac, what are you looking forward to and what's different to other housewives that you've noticed? Um, all the cheating scandals because nobody, nobody cheats anymore. <laughs> Bring that back. <laughs> Bring it back for my viewing pleasure. Yeah, I think it's definitely crazier than the other housewives. And maybe because they're still like quite new-ish. Agreed. So there's definitely more juicy, juicy stuff. And people at this stage aren't Mm. so concerned with the viewers. Definitely. What about you, Claire? Yeah, I definitely think there's so much going on. Like you compare it to Beverly Hills. I mean, every episode there's going to be something different and they're not just squeezing on to dear life to Denise's sex life. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes, true. Well, can't wait for recap the second episode of season five um next we're recapping a housewives um franchise it's very close to home it is in fact the housewives of melbourne so one in australia and in particular uh, a place where i'm currently living in and it was weird to actually see like melbourne with people walking around <laughs> i'm like hmm that's odd <laughs> no one's wearing a mask um but a good episode nonetheless. Basically, we are introduced in this episode to all of the ladies. So we've got Lydia, we've got Gina, we've got Andrea or Andrea, Janet, Jackie, 
and Chica. I think that's it. Um, and they start off with Lydia, who is actually one of my favorites. I just like her, I don't know, attitude. I think she's fun. She's like very bubbly. Uh, who are your guys' favorites? I know you're Sam's. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this may be a little bit different because in this first season, when I first watched it, I did not like Gina at all. <laughs> now, as you know, she is my favorite. Mm -hmm. But in these first few seasons, I actually really enjoyed Janet. She was my favorite. Uh, I really like Jackie. I just think she's <laughs> she's just so the opposite of all the other yeah. housewives, and it's very funny. And I just love her use of terms like wanky. It's it's very funny. That's true. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She definitely brings I think it my in. My least favorite, and they got rid of her, uh, Andrea or on Andrea. Uh, I just found oh, her a bit yeah. stiff. And her, yes. her husband looks like a weirdo. I bet he was like a weirdo in high school. <laughs> but now he's like super rich, so it's like whatever. Yeah. I know. I have a couple mm. of things about this. So I Googled his name and on Reddit he's got like great reviews about being like a rhinoplasty, mm -hmm. like a nose surgeon. So that's great. But Andrew in this episode says that she gives him a $20 <laughs> allowance when he must make like squillions. Uh. What are you doing? Surely they do some BDSM if they have a natural sex life. I don't know. I think that they are, would be the most vanilla couple. Watching both of them on screen, I'm just, it, it puts me to sleep. Yes. Uh, it's like the, kind of like the typical, I don't know, rich and Australian person, to be honest. So the thing with Lydia is she's got an interesting uh, marriage. So it's her second husband, as I believe it. It's an architect in Melbourne. Um, and they have a uh, prenup. No, they don't have a prenup, but they have a um, con conjugal? A sex contract. Yeah, a sex contract. A conjugal contract. Yes. So, yes. Um, where it states how often she has to pleasure her husband. <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I would sign such a thing. That seems like a little bit hashtag me too. Like, maybe... Not quite. What if you didn't want to do it on that day? Is there some clause that says if you if you don't if you're not feeling up to it, then this happens? Or what about? I don't know. It just is all very yeah. strange. I mean, obviously, I don't think it's super serious, but it's very mm -hmm. very odd. But uh, I don't know if it works for her and it works for him. And <laughs> yeah, she's still able to I'm hoping consent, consent so. is noted in the contract. <laughs> it's fine. It's. It's just so weird that she's yes. like, it's just a funny thing between my me and my husband. <laughs> and like, I'm like, it's a contract. I don't think it's like a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, she just likes to put out some kind of crazy outlandish yeah. things and just to see their reaction. Enjoy. Which, uh, sure. Um, and then we uh, introduced to Gina, the very colourful Gina, who's <laughs> a barrister. And also um, her family's quite famous in Australia, so her sisters are both designers and even Gina's dipped her toe in the designer field <laughs> dabbled dabbled what are your guys thoughts on her style or Gina in general look her style is not something I would wear her makeup is not something I would do and I wouldn't her tan <laughs> the tan yes <laughs> I'm gonna vote that <laughs> you should do <know> that <laughs> Here for the yeah, not here for the hair. I think she she needs a, some help. Mm. But I I think she realizes 
kind of how crazy it is. Mm. Like, I think she gets that. And I think that's why yeah. she does it. I think she loves it. I think she loves the attention. And yeah, she calls herself a drag queen. So, uh, Sam, she does yeah. have help. She has her stylist. I do enjoy how in that episode <laughs> yeah. she does say, she's like, most stylists will like make oh. you wear white or gray or black. <laughs> she's like, not me though. I think it's true. Um, I feel like she's got a wardrobe that my mum would approve. Definitely. Thoughts on matching your dress to your eyeliner? Um, unless it's black, then no. I don't know, Anna. Do you remember the year 11, year 12 ball? Year 11 ball? Oh, that's, oh, eyeshadow. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about eyeliner. eyeliner. Um, oh, it depends. It depends. Uh, like if I'm going out maybe and I want like a cool eyeshadow, maybe I would. Yeah. Don't act all cool now that you're in Melbourne and only want to wear black. I am cool. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, Annie. I did the same thing. My year 11 formal, I had this like emerald bright green, like strapless dress and my hair was like more cropped and straight and my eyeshadow was bright green and people asked if I was like Cleopatra, like what is going on? It was just Cleopatra was the most, you know, desirable woman on the planet at the time. That's a compliment, Claire. Yeah, I don't think that was my look that I was going for. Also, this same, this is very Gina related. I had it the first time I ever got a fake tan and I'm like, my parents are what, like European-centric, like Scottish, cross, Italian, and people asked me if I was Indian. Like and I'd gone to school with them for five years. <laughs> what do you mean? Wow. <laughs> that tan just uh, changed Hopefully that tan's banned now because that's I'm sure it's cultural appropriation. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> oh, they talk about uh, so I think they bring to Andrea and she says she lives in Turak, which is the Beverly Hills of Melbourne. And I don't know. She 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 darling. <laughs> it, it, is that true? I wondered that because obviously me and Claire don't live in Melbourne. So I mean the houses are nice. I wouldn't call it like the Turak. Is, is that Mel- like technically correct? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's Hamish and Andy I think live there, but that's probably the biggest stars they have on that street. They're making bank, aren't they? Yeah, I, I thought, though, that it was more for the fact of, yeah, they're most richest houses. Um, it depends because uh, there's, like, multiple areas. So, I don't know. I think she, mm. yeah, over-exaggerating. I don't, I don't know if you want to talk about and- Andrea. She was probably the, the one of the more boring ones. Um, oh. But skipping to Janet, who I think is, like, looks so good for her age. How old is she? I think that she, oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll look her up. I think that she is a um, like a true upper class woman mm. in Melbourne. Like I think she grew up and she's always been in that kind of lifestyle. Whereas and may and and Chica as well. Whereas I think people, I think even Andrea, I don't think she. You don't did. reckon? No, Ooh. I think she's too snooty. Janet, she is. You do. We're all women. Is it rude to play guess her <laughs> age game? Nah. You can if people at home can can play along and guess our ages. All okay. right, how old is she? Twenty one. <laughs> oh, got it. Um, Janet maybe <laughs> is. I think her, she said her sons are like uh, mid to late twenties. So if say the youngest she had them was twenty, I would say she's late forties, early fifties. Oh yeah, how old is she now? Oh now, oh yeah. Ooh, I would say now. Late fifties, maybe mid fifties. I would say late fifties. Maybe like 58. Nice. She is 61. Ooh. And it says, so when you first Google her, under her name, it's her title says screenwriter, 
And she's won awards such as Writers Guild of America what? Award for Adapted Screenplay. Wait, is this a oh. cult play situation where we think it's <laughs> we think it's the right channel, but it's actually Oh, okay. I don't know, but that's her young. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Is hmm. this a cold place situation? Um, Arsene. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's my favourite. Born Gimpy. It can't be the same person. <laughs> so born Gimpy. I don't know what that means. Also, so she lives in a boutique hotel. She's like Tinsley. She's like Tinsley. Although I don't know what a boutique hotel is in just like a apartment with room service. Is that what it is? Maybe it's just like a service department. Yeah. But small. The thing that startled me is that she says she does not wash her own hair and that she goes to the hairdressers three to four times a week. Mm. I know. Surely her hair is dead, hey? Three to four times. Well, I assume they're just washing it though. Washing and blow drying it. Yeah. But blow dry in general, unless they've got like Dyson cold setting blasting that. Mm. Yes. True, true. She's also a property developer. Good for her. Good on her. No wonder. I mean, I think a lot of that comes from her ex-husband, who I think was also a property developer. Yeah. And I think that's where she got that mm. from. Good on her. And then after Janet, we meet Jackie, which is one of the more, more colourful characters um, because she's a bit quite down to earth. She's a professional psychic who, who seems like a legit psychic. And, and she's married to a rock star from Silverchair who looks like uh, Johnny Depp. Mm. Not quite, but mm. you guys yeah, are blind. I, I tend not to agree. Now, I mm. can't even think what songs Silverchair has brought out. Um, so I, I think I have a Silverchair. If if what I'm thinking about is Silverchair. You've got a Silverchair. I can have you. <laughs> got one song. <laughs> the truth comes out. I'm a huge fan. No. Um, is Silverchair the one with the white guy as the front singer and he's, like, quite skinny? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> yes, Daniel Johns. Yes, that is. Yep, yep, yep. I remember the songs like, standing in straight lines. Um, I think that's one of the songs. I thought it was. Stick me Silverchair? up in the evening. I don't know. <laughs> Walking on the straight line. Lovely. Don't stop. Just let's finish the, the podcast <laughs> and let's listen to, to yes. Silverchair for the rest of the It is. That is Silverchair. <laughs> Lovely. How much money do you think they made from these songs? Oh, clearly they're a lot because their house is really nice and they've got Verve in their fridge, which is like 60 bucks a bottle. <laughs> Oh, ballers. Why only Verve? Like, why not, like, other, like, mixes? Some gin, some maybe. It's like, you guys just go and ham on the champs. Huh? Because they don't strike me as the champagne type of people. Yeah. Especially Ben. Um, so Ben Gillies, his net worth, according to this now, like we've seen with Sutton, does Google really know the net worth? But this says his net worth is 30 million. That's a lot. I, I don't believe that. How though. do they make so much money? That is too, that's a lot. I've heard that um, artists don't make that much money and the way that they make money is from touring yeah a silver chair even together anymore not after covid i don't know i guess it doesn't really I broke matter them up. 
actually. So they, so in 2011, they announced that they were going on an indefinite hiatus. Oh, well, still a chance they'll be back. I hope for that day. I actually wanted to book an appointment uh, with Jackie at one stage. Me too. I do as well. But it's super expensive. Now, do you guys remember how much it was? $200 deposit, so be it at least $400, I reckon. Mm, so I, I looked it up and it was $4.95 for a half-hour reading. Yeah, that's steep. <laughs> mm, but she does seem good. That's true. Sam, if we ever go over, when we go over to Melbourne to see Annie, let's just do it. Okay. Let's just book it. Yeah, why not? I think I was telling Sam earlier, but I read an article where um, Jackie Gillies was being interviewed and, like, at the bottom of the interview it just said, um, like, the journalist took a pregnancy test the morning of and found out she was pregnant. And um, at, at the end of the interview, Jackie Gillies said, oh, I know you're, you're pregnant. Congratulations. Crazy. Spooky. The next person that we look at is Chica. Chica. She just... I feel like she's goals. Yes. Yes. I like her home the best. Like it just seems homey and it's where I'd want to be. And yeah. Mm. The outside of her house is so nice. I'm like, oh, Chica. I find her, her husband quite funny. He's an interesting character. <laughs> I like that he helps her choose clothes. I know. If only. I don't, to be honest, I feel like I don't know if I'd want my husband's input in my wardrobe. Oh, but if you're asking. For oh, yeah. It. Yeah. I know. I feel like mm-hmm. I can't trust because sometimes I feel like with guys, you'd be like, do I look good? And they're like, yeah. Uh, what I find interesting is Chica's children. Her son, he's, uh, I can't remember what his name is, but the they call him BJ, <laughs> which is very interesting to call your son. Yes. It's on unfortunate nickname hope he doesn't get teased at school if he does he's loaded so whatever after this uh intros is it the party and um that's where all the ladies kind of mix and mingle um and jackie kind of feels out of place and she feels the ladies auras being like who is she who's she married to how much money does she have kind of imagine being in that position to be honest Mm. i really like janet calls gina she says she's like a vegas showgirl accurate (laughs) (laughs) definitely oh i have written down here andrea's outfit i don't know if you guys paid attention to this she's wearing a black and gold dress and then she has some weird hideous silver shawl over the top Ooh, a shawl i don't like shawls i think i'm more of like a fur drape no. yeah the shawl the shawl's doing nothing well if the aircon is on a bit too much the shawl can protect you from it true true it, it's a weird opening event like they're all there to celebrate andrea's opening of liberty bell and not even sorry not just the opening of liberty bell but the opening of well they're bringing in new mm-hmm. machines new technology i'm like do they just want any excuse for a party yeah afterwards then we go to the dinner with the women the same night so what i found interesting in this dinner so janet starts talking about how she knew that her ex-husband was a cheetah cheetah pumpkin eater and says that because he was getting like you know, numerous prescriptions of Viagra. And then Andrea says, I don't even know how to spell Viagra. Viagra. And I'm like, are you married to a doctor and own a medical clinic? Like, I don't think you should be admitting to this. Yes, that was my exact thoughts when she said that. It, you just sound so dumb. And yeah. I don't know if she's trying to be better than her, but yeah, you just sounded silly. And super uptight. Talking about Viagra is not that bad. No. Well, I'm sure that her plastic surgeon husband would have had to have prescribed it in some form <laughs> to someone. Probably at some stage. But 
Also, $18,750 worth of Viagra and dating sites. I hope he was getting a lot. These are the questions like, how do you buy, like, is it by the ounce? (laughs) Why are you getting so much? Is it in a pill form? Is it in a pill form? (laughs) I assume it's just in, yeah, it's in Viagra's in tablets. street drug that's right yes um they're known as blue little pills yes but are they that expensive is it like 50 bucks a pill i don't know it can't be that expensive surely it's affordable actually oh actually i think i heard it is quite expensive not like eighteen thousand dollars worth but like maybe fifty dollars or something like that per pill because I've heard people say you have to make sure that you time it right and you don't take it if, it, if nothing's going to happen. Because right. otherwise there's, you know, what, $50 down the drain. <laughs> or like you just go out to the shops and it's up and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> you can't walk anywhere. Yes. No. You just reminds me of the 40-year-old virgin. So then we get mm. on to the conflict between Jackie and Gina. And Gina is really pressing for some psychic readings and that's when she asks her about her her partner who love who lives in the US and she asks is she going to leave him is he a cheater mm-hmm. and and it seems you know Jackie is pretty much like oh I don't want to answer this you know it's not not the place and Gina does keep pressing her for it and then yeah she basically says that she's going to dump his ass very quickly and then what was the other thing that yeah that's right she says that you already know the answers to your question and she asks is, is he cheating on me? And she says, what do you think? And she says, yes. She's like, well, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like, I feel like Gina shouldn't have pressed Jackie. Like, obviously, Jackie didn't want to say. And then to get angry at Jackie for saying it after you forced her to say, it's like, come on. And then in the previews, I think um, mm. Gina's like, I don't think you were talking to my aunt. I think you were talking to a demon. I'm like, Wow, you know, it's a slow day down there. That's the demon's, like, mm. task for the days to convince a housewife that her partner's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you quite often hear from religious people yes. that, you know, psychics are, you know, bad and that, yeah, yeah what is coming through is not spirits. It is a demonic image. So whether she's going to try and hold on to that, but at the same time, I think if you really do, mm not believe yeah. in psychics you wouldn't be asking anyway yeah i think she got spooked by uh jackie's response and maybe she brought it up to her partner um after this and yeah and that's how it just escalates mm. and gina even says that when she i think she mentions her mom's name or her grandmother's name that it did it spooked her yeah in her confessional and i think it would i think you know we saw in in janet's what's it called in her reading that it, it did seem very accurate mm. and uh, it didn't look staged at all. Yeah, I mean, future episodes will tell whether Jackie got it right. And maybe one day we could also get a reading. You can uh, get a reading online now. Oh, is it cheaper? No. <laughs> so I would be waiting while I was like, in person. <laughs> I just feel if someone asks me, they're like, what did you spend 500 bucks on? I'm like, mm, psychic reading. She told me, you know what you're doing. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, I guess that was uh, the first episode of Real Housewives of Melbourne. Um, Any closing thoughts? Uh, I'm excited to recap the Real Housewives of Melbourne 
because oh, I feel like I've watched it so long ago mm. that, uh, yeah, I'm excited to, to go back and rewatch it again. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I didn't realize how funny, like, the, the first episode yeah. was. And I'm like, yes, yes, so raw. I, I, I'm also excited for, I think, is it next season when Gamble comes in? Yes, I was like, what does she call that guy? Wolfie. And, her, and, and Wolfie? <laughs> oh, Wolfie. Yeah. Oh, Wolfie's a, isn't he a sweetheart? He does yeah. seem very nice. And his son seems really nice as well. Exciting. Well, uh, hopefully you all enjoyed our latest recaps. But once again, please leave us a review. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, and also follow us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast. Basically, we're desperate. <laughs> but we'll see you. <laughs> please listen to our show um and if you're still hanging on to here we'll um we'll speak to you next time bye